Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gonna take it. and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it. All right, welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Ryan, well, the Ryan and Goodman podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't get much sleep last night, Bob, don't so don't, don't hold it against me. Um, <laughs> you know, welcome in, uh, welcome back to everybody. We got plenty to talk about today. Bob, how about this? So I, I did a, a thing with Danny Ainge the other day. I'm doing something on the top 68 uh, moments in NCAA tournament history. So one of those is obviously oh, Danny yeah, sure. Ainge. Right. Yomni, 1981. Yes. That's right. So Thank we you. talked about that. But but the reason I wanted to bring this up, I asked Danny Ainge, who's, whose jersey that is, thinking he would be the one guy that would probably know, you know, with, with, with the Celtics-Sixers rivalry. I know he wasn't there for the heat of it with Andrew Tony, but he had no idea. I've yet to find anybody. I've done probably, I don't know, how, how long have I had that up there for? A couple months? Yeah, a couple months, yeah. Right. I mean, I've probably done a hundred zooms with different basketball players, coaches, whatnot. We've yet to find anybody that has out of the gates known whose jersey that is, which is kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah, no, it is interesting. You know how I feel about him. It was I call him the most forgotten great player in NBA yes. history. If he hadn't gotten hurt, he's gone to the hall. There's yep, no I would agree. I would agree. All right, well, it's terrifying. He was a scary opponent. Scary. He was. He was. <laughs> All right, so let, let let's no, start. anyway. Can we start with where we left off last week? You know, you you got you didn't get much sleep. I did because I got so disgusted. I turned it off at the end of the third period, and I'm mean, it. Um, it was horrible to watch. Embarrassing. And and it's getting worse. And it's this the trending downward. Um, and, and you know, Brad's trying different, lot of different guys off the bench now and then. You know, there's no there's no answers. And I don't think you know that's that's personnel. You know, we've been screaming about the kind of things that they need for a couple of I mean, a couple of years. They need that that reliable scorer, professional scorer off the bench. Doesn't exist on this roster. Um, you know, and uh, it's not even smart. I know it's fourteen games, and um, uh, but we know that it has an injury problem. OLA, uh, you know, and look at what Miami's doing now that they finally got. You know, a healthy book, a healthy Butler now, yep. and there's always, I mean, so injury, but you can only get so much depending on your nature of your team. But this is just not 
it's just so remotely not. You guys have the same the same record. They're right in the ballpark with the Knicks now. That's how that's how crazy they're it's tied. Going. They're tied with the New York Knickerbockers. I didn't want to look. Listen, I didn't even want to look at the actual standing. And, wow. and, and I got a real honest see right here. I could, and I didn't even want to look at. Don't even give me the official bad news. Then I saw a tweet that they're tied with the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> That was my tweet at halftime was unless they dig themselves out of a 23 point hole, they will, they will uh, end tonight. They will go to sleep tonight tied with the New York Knickerbockers uh, who would have ever thought. All right. So, so let's do this because I, I think it is time to try to figure out whose fault this is as much as anything, Bob, whose fault are we putting this on Brad Stevens? Are we putting this on Danny Ainge? Are we putting this on the players? How do we, how do we, do the blame game here with it, with this. I well, no, it's, it's, it is not as simple. There's no simple answer. First of all, uh, two guys didn't play last night. One Kemba Walker was being withheld on back to backs and smart's been out 14 games thus yep. far as we speak with the camp injury with no determined return date in sight. Okay. Yep. So a, uh, let's we'll start with him. Yep. You know, I think we're in agreement that he's a vital part of the picture. That there's always there, there, there is absolutely a limit to what they can accomplish without Marcus Smart's uh, irreplaceable assets. Uh, the, the, uh, the 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 stuff that he does that doesn't compute, and the effect that he has on his team, and now the technical stuff. You know he can make plays, which the you know the, the last night they have they lacked a complete you know playmaker. Play you can't ask Jason Tatum to suddenly become Doncic or Larry Bird. I'm sorry, you know we we we're all on him to improve his game. And he has brought in this game, but you know it's still. We, we, he is who he is. Anyway, the, the, the personnel thing, as long as they're going to be stepping and starting with Kemba, and Kemba's starting to show a little signs of life the last few games, you know, but he couldn't play last night, you know. All right. And this, and they don't have the point is they're not deep enough to withstand this. They're Your not boy deep Peyton enough. Pritchard. Your boy Peyton Pritchard can't step in and be the, no, the starting point guard yet. That's no, I mean, I he's going to have a long NBA career, yeah. but, uh, you know, but it's it, what level, you know. Uh, you no, know, he's not stepping in to start be a point guard. And you know, where are you going? I mean, you know, Semi Ojale, you know, he's an NBA player, but that's but he's not a difference maker. Yeah. Uh, you know, and on and on. And you know, Grant uh, Williams, Carson Edwards, I, all these guys, honestly, again, if you add right, if you add Kemba and Marcus Smart, at least you feel like you got a chance. But even with with Kemba, with Marcus Smart, it wasn't like they were tearing the league up early here. No, 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 no. It hasn't. It's been spotty from the start this year, and 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 that's with the All Star ascendancy of Brown, who's taken a step up to become a really terrific player. Yep. And and Tatum, continue, you know, making strides again. Um, but he hasn't been as good. He has not. Tatum hasn't been as consistently good. No. And no. whether it's COVID coming back from COVID, that, whatnot. Oh, excuse me, that's the other thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't think he was looking for sympathy, but he was trying to give an explanation. Yep. He, not the same. He, he, he isn't the same uh, since the COVID thing. Welcome to 2021. You know, and uh, that's that's part of it too. Bob is is even Marcus Smart. Okay, like you get him back, you get Kemba. I don't know how much we talked about this last week, but but I've said it recently. The leadership. Okay, like. Kem, like to me, Kemba's super quiet. He's not a vocal guy at all. Okay. Tatum and Jalen Brown, who have they had to learn from as far as being leaders? Kyrie? Hell no. <laughs> Gordon Hayward? 
He doesn't say anything. He's not a leader. He doesn't want to be a leader. Kemba, not really a leader. Marcus mm-hmm. Smart's not really a leader. He's tough, but like he's not your leader on your team. So these two kids haven't had anybody. And, and at Duke, Tatum wasn't a leader. At Jalen Brown, they were terrible at Cal. So like the last time these two led was really in high school. They're young and they don't have anybody to make their life easier, not only from a leadership standpoint, but also from a, we're going to give you easy basket standpoint. Oh yeah. Well, in terms of the temper, the, the, the mental thing was, was Thompson supposed to add a little bit to that or not? He's a locker room guy. But again, the problem is Trish, if you're not in the court, a lot of the time, number one, you're only on the court 20 minutes a game or whatever it is. And when you're on the court, everybody knows you're limited offensively. I love him in the locker room, like Tristan's elite level in the locker room. But I'm talking about like a leader on the court, a guy that, you know, LeBron's obviously an easy one to use because he's LeBron. But but like there's just other guys, you know, you know, that that, that just have that it factor, right? That it factor. And we're going to get to like Utah in a minute and we can even get there now. Because yeah, well, Chris Paul apparently has it too, for sure. There's no Chris yeah, Paul Chris Paul's there. always had it, right? Yeah. Chris Paul's always had it where people follow him because he's so professional in his preparation, in his IQ for the game, and his willingness to call people out because he walks the walk. Yeah, and and I think Tatum and Jalen Brown probably walk the walk, but again, you know, they just don't know how to lead yet. They they don't know because who who have they had to learn from? Kyrie. Yeah. Meanwhile, how do you like Marcus? picking up a tech in a game in which he doesn't play. <laughs> hey, I love it. I, I, I yeah. love it. They were getting killed anyway. Like you uh, might as well try to try to light a fire under these dudes. I, I, I was, that's like the famous Bill Sharman got thrown out of a game. We, we never played in a major league game, but he got thrown out of one. <laughs> so we'll, good. We'll, we'll, so we'll good. table that one for another day. But uh, um, yeah, no, it's, it, but it, it, I know this, the, the natives are getting wrestles. Well, but, yeah. It, Very wrestles. No doubt. No doubt. And, and they're zeroing in on the coach, yep. which I think is wrong. But yep. um, I still, but then again, we need to, to, grads got to think of, come up with something, you know. Yeah, and, you, you this, can't finish, you can't finish under 500 this year. This is the, cri- this is the first crisis. Right. You know, the first year when they didn't, you know, he could have gone 0 and 82. Right. First year. No, Absolutely could have gone 0 and 82, and everybody would have said, okay, we see progress. Then of course the next year we you know everything starts and now we've had yeah. nice years yeah. until now this is a crisis there's no question that, yeah. that and he does need to address it but but I just think if you're going to, I, I hate the word blame the the the, the analysis I'm just just called analysis yeah the, the, the you're right personnel blend uh, the personnel you know isn't up to the task right now beyond the two all stars and and, and an inconsistent Kemba. Uh, and now not have, I mean, not the, I mean, at this moment, I don't mean in general, I mean, because yeah. Marcus Smart presumably will come back healthy at some point in time, be able to play to be Marcus Smart, and he'll be better off for that automatically. But I give uh, this bench thing, you know, is they don't have enough reliable players to withstand these, these, uh, these. You know, you know who would look good on this bench, Bob? Methuen's own George Niang. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Did you see what he did the other night? Oh, I missed that one. Tell me. Seven for seven from three. Oh, seven for seven. In like 16 minutes. He became the the, the only player, maybe. I don't know what the, the term. I think the only player with fewer than 20 minutes in a game to go seven for seven from wow. three. Wow. I, I, good for, well, you know, he's, he's a 
Ryan Goodman podcast guest, you know, and I say we, that's true. Gotta get him back. He, he's yeah. going to have to be a repeat uh, guest. You know, I've been saying, I've said it a thousand times. I'm going to say a thousand one. I want a guy on the bench who, when on his income tax return, puts down his occupation, registered jump shooter. Yes. You know, or yes. the closest thing we can find in this earth to Lou Williams. You know, and that's what I want to find. And, but they, they, they've needed this. Well, and they don't have anybody that's going to come in and pump up offensive life into the a, a, a situation. The new year is here and marks a fresh start for your small business. Whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees, one thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person and find them quickly. And to lend a helping hand, your first job post is free. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. Getting started easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions. LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined onto one simple screen. And now you can do this all from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn jobs can help you hire the right person faster. Visit linkedin.com slash scribe to get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash scribe and you'll get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. So the the, the Utah Jazz are now, if you haven't noticed, uh, they're 26 and six. The Utah Jazz, the team that a year ago, like now, maybe a little bit further along than now, almost a year ago, 11 months ago, was completely fractured. Like, we didn't think that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were going to be able to coexist. Now they're the best team (laughs) record-wise in the NBA. Now, again, they beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis uh, and and Schroeder. Schroeder. Right. So it's not apples to apples. But that's not the only team they're beating, and they beat everybody. They beat the hell out of everybody. That's the thing that gets me. It's not just that they're, you know, it's it's great feather in your cap to win close games. They don't have to worry about it. They haven't had any close games too much. They're, it's amazing. They're, they're, it's astonishing that the victory, the number of games that they've won in the stretch over with double figures, uh, by double figures, is just, is amazing. It's just one of the greatest runs I got to believe in the history of the league. It's, it's um, like the like the that have won sixty eight or sixty nine games or seventy. Know, I remember when George was talking to us on the pod and we asked him about, I think you asked him about Quinn Snyder. Yeah. And the one thing that he said about Quinn that will, uh, that, that I won't forget is, is the fact that Quinn um, will kind of hold guys accountable, right? Will, will, won't let Rudy go bare necessarily, you know, like, like he's going to make sure he puts guys in spots where they're, they're, they're going to be successful. He's not going to let guys do things necessarily that they want to do that aren't best for the team. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is he's going to put his foot down and say, no, no, no. Like we're doing what's best for the team here, not what's best for you and your contract and whatnot. Um, I think Quinn's got some, some shit to him. And that's what Brad doesn't have. It is like, we love Brad and what we'll, I don't want to get back to Brad Stevens here. I want to get on at Utah Jazz and what makes them so good. And I think it is Quinn Snyder's ability to figure out the, the 
you know, the relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and really Rudy Gobert and the rest of the team, it was fractured. Obviously he had a key part in this and and to get this team 11 months later to do (laughs) what they're doing right now is amazing. I mean, he's coach of the year, no doubt. Oh, I it better be. I might. And there's some good jobs being done, but my God, yes. So, oh, absolutely. No, it's, it's, uh, it uh, just, you can't, and I, I think we can safely say nobody saw this, this coming. You might've said, oh, they're going to, they're going to be pretty good, but not this good. And, and now the, of course we know there's a difference between regular season greatness and postseason greatness. Yes. And I'm, not, I'm not anointing them as the Milwaukee, Milwaukee can attest to that. Yes. I'm not going to anointing them, but still it's good. And it's, a, and it's a fandom, uh, you know, they had the nice run that uh, uh, that was ever going. They were never going to. Well, they were. They were in the finals two years in a row back in the in, 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 in these '80s. Uh, if Carl Malone makes a couple of free throws, I I still think it changes the entire Clemson that's that, that series. They oh, could, that's Stockton Malone duo, man. I miss enough to win. I guess I miss him. It was going to the well over and over and over. It was almost. It got a little repetitive at times, but it was still fun to watch because. You know, you just had Stockton that didn't look the part at all, and and the mailman who looked like he should be on the gridiron. Oh yeah, and uh, and, and their personalities were so different too. Like everything about them was so different. Uh, but yeah, Utah. Listen, I, I, I think this is a team that, you know, again, I don't know if they could take the next step and and get to well, an NBA I mean, final. It'll be a huge storyline when we get to the playoffs you know yeah. okay now we saw that whatever they were going to finish at with 72 uh games they're going to win 58 60 right. games they're going to win you know 58 games whatever out of that that number and we're going to say wasn't well, that nice but now now let's see what they do that's that's going to be the skeptic the, the skepticism because of our history because we know how the league works we know how the playoffs often work and and We've got a recent example, as you say, with Milwaukee. And we'll see if people can figure out a way to do things that they're not doing to combat them with this incredible three-point shooting that they're, that they're displaying on, on a nightly basis. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so um, LaMelo Ball. Oof. you you got to run with the ball. I'm letting you run with it because you, you, you were uh, – No, I wasn't right. I wasn't right. I was right on certain things. Okay, well – But I'm not taking credit for this. You had a frame of reference. I mean, I yeah. would I have to go to you and say, oh, tell me about LaMelo Ball. Oh, I mean, that I have. I yeah. always use – listen, Bob, I've said it over and over. Like, his court vision and passing ability are out of this world. Out of this world. My biggest worry with him coming in was maturity, lack of, of effort on the defensive end, whether guys would want to play with him because I thought he'd be, you know, careless with the ball, throwing it all over the gym, jacking threes left and right, kind of what he did overseas when I saw him, you know, just just having fun, having too much fun instead of treating it like a business, treating it like a you know, AAU game still. Yeah. But, but I'll give him credit. Like, they've done a good job. Whoever's mentoring him over there in Charlotte has done a hell of a job because he's not throwing the ball all over the gym. Um I think ultimately this is something where his shot has gotten better already. It's not, his mechanics aren't great, but it goes in. I mean, shooting 35% from three and over the last like month, it's probably closer to 40% from three. So, and he just sees stuff and and guys like playing with him. You can tell Bob and I've, I've actually texted with a few players on Charlotte. Um, Mm -hmm. They enjoy playing with him. Why? Because he wants to pass the ball and, and he gets them easy shots, easy lobs. Um, 
he'd rather pass the ball than shoot it. And so I, I, I'm really, I'm happy that I'm wrong on a lot of things with LaMelo ball, because I just thought his father would put him in a position that he couldn't dig out quickly. It would take him like three, five years and the right situation and the right people around him. And listen, maybe the, the Gordon Haywards and, and, you know, Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham and, Miles Bridges, like whoever. I didn't think this group would be that 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 group that could get it out of him, but they have. Speaking of Rozier, yeah, is he yeah. at the peak of his game right now? He's a, yeah, he's been great lately. He's been I mean, great. Huge numbers and clutch shots, and yep. he's been you know because you know he had that wonderful run here with that team with you know that that Kyrie less team, that nice run that they had, and and he was tremendous, and yep. uh, you know. It didn't work out when Kyrie showed up. You know, he wasn't happy and, you know, sharing the load. But he's got his own show and he's worthy of it. You know, yeah. I, I, I must say, I, I oh, liked him, but uh, this, I didn't know he was going to be this good. And that brings better us, than the Celtics, Bob. And that brings us to the, uh, the other ex-Celtic. Yes. Who is, certainly seems like a happy camper, isn't he? But I got to assume, Jeff, he starts with the fact that he's a healthy camper. Yes, yes. Period. Right, we that never feels had more value benefit. there. Even we never though, had the benefit of a consistently healthy Gordon Hayward. Right, very never. true. Not very a true. consistently healthy one, and yep. we had we had glimpses, right, including last year. Yeah, at this time he was playing great. Would you have paid him if you had to do it all over again? And you're Danny Ainge. Would you have paid him? And I don't even know if he would have stayed. If, but would you have paid him thirty million? Was he no. is he worth thirty million for four years? I don't think anybody, a, a few, I don't think few, I think few would have. And I, I, I have to say probably not. I love you, Gordon, but I don't love you that much. Yeah. But damn, you know, it's, it's, it's been great. So if he's healthy, if so he's much. healthy on this team, he might've been worth that. He might've actually been worth that in, in some regards, because again, what I feel like they're, they're missing is that ball mover. That guy yeah. who's oh. a professional ball player who makes every right decision, doesn't force anything um, you know, that, that to me, uh, that to me is what they're missing, but 30 million a year for four years, I might've given him 30 million a year for two years, but I'm not, I wasn't yeah. giving four years of 30 million. Well, one thing we know, he knows how to play. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, that, 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 that you say, okay, that sounds so, you know, you know what I'm saying? Not, not even some pretty noted players ultimately really know how to play in the sense that I'm speaking, but he does, he gets it. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm a little frustrated, you know, that we that it didn't work out. When now that we see what he's really capable of again, you know, he hasn't been this, he hasn't have been able to do this back in his Utah days. The reason why you would you, know, you went after him in the first place. It's what too bad because it's not like again, it's not like he's the guy in Charlotte. He's still got like you said, Terry Rozier, Lamelo. There's still enough other dudes there, but. You know, I think he just feels probably a little more valued, maybe. Oh, he totally does. And he, you know, I didn't see this. You know, we didn't see this in him or hear this from him at all. But, you know, and now he's being, I guess he's being honest about it. He, he, he wanted, I won't say his own show, but a different role and a more prominent role, put it that way. You know, and then he's, hey, right now, I'm sure he's a very happy man. I hope he stays healthy. I hope this isn't, you know, I, I, I want him to be happy. I hope he stays healthy now. I hope he does. The Ryan and Goodman podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college hoops, and the NHL are in full swing. 
BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So the all-star game uh, reserves came out, Bob. Yes. And I know how much you love the word snub. So we're, we're, we're going to – we won't call it snubs. We will not call it snubs. But um, how upset were you that Trey Young in his uh, 30 points a game or whatever it is, 28 and, and, and 10 – did not make it into the All-Star. I, I, I find it, you know, we, we've seen some of him explode in the Boston Celtics face a few times, including last night. Uh, I, I was surprised. I just thought that he was a given to me. It was a no-brainer. He was a no, uh, I thought he was a no-brainer. I just wonder uh, how much, I feel like, and I've known Trey a long, long time. Okay, I've known him since he was probably 15 years old. And you just wonder how much, um, how much I don't even know lack of defense. Like he doesn't play defense, but but a lot of guys don't play defense, and they're playing in the All Star. I mean, James Harden this year, uh, all bets are off this year right, right now. Seriously, so I don't think it's that. Obviously, Atlanta hasn't won at a high level. I'm not even sure it's that either. I I feel like I don't know. I feel like people don't uh, love the way Trey Young kind of acts, and and maybe a little bit of the arrogance that he shows on the court and that maybe hurts him a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I can't I, figure it out. Maybe it does. Uh, I, I don't see that too. I mean, but I don't yeah. see him all that. I mean, I've seen him throw four or five times this year. I, yeah. I don't see that, but boy, I, I just never, uh, I, I so talented. he's really something. I mean, his, he's really, really good. And, and I love the mixture of his game. And in addition to you, th- the first thing you think of is, you know, three feet behind the yard last night, he put on a little, a little, uh, Display. floater display if you will you know uh he's, he's got the, he's got it uh, he can go to the hoop he's got an in-between game he's got the whole offensive individual package and he can pass the ball you know, now, uh, you know who it, else didn't make it that i know you, you you this is the one that upsets you uh sabonis sabonis right yeah yeah that one because uh, i'm a I'm definitely a regional bonus bam out of bio. Those are two that I, I just, I what? love both their games. They're very similar. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they both play hard as, as heck. Uh, they rebound at a high level. Uh, they can defend. They just go hard all the time. Big, strong, athletic, uh, whatever you want, you know, four or fives, whatever you want to call them. Um, but, oh, I, but you're, you're right. I, the, I hate the verb snub. It's not a snub. There's tough decisions. It's always right. you know, what sport you're talking about. It yeah. comes down to tough decisions. Uh, and and it, actually, the, you know, in terms of star power, the East is deeper than you would have thought, maybe given that the, you know, these excellent players are not on the team. Right. Uh, but uh, and, and, and it's supposed to be the junior varsity conference. So, you know, com- compared to the West. So I know I'm not outraged. I'm not working up a big ladder. Number one, because I'm not so sure the game should even be played, and and I'm I'm, I'm really getting more and more, you know, down on the idea as as this thing as we get near it, and and um, I, I just well, which will lead us to the whole thing about they put out the second half schedule. We might as well get to that, you know. But, yeah, no uh, doubt, no doubt. Know, because it's uh, people are going to wind up with four and fives, and 
uh, it's, it's going to be some awful things going on at the end of the season. The, the, the quest to play 72, I think, was a mistake. Uh, and, and I really think they're going to regret it. And uh, I don't know. By the way, the one oddity, you know, there's, there's going to be a day when on May 16th, when if it if it COVID, you know, willing, if you will, every major league baseball and every NBA team will be in action. First time in the history of America. Really? May 16th? May 16th. At first, if it if it comes to pass, long the only thing I'll say about that, Bob, is if it's if it's seventy degrees on May sixteenth, I will not be inside watching games. I don't know about you. No, I I don't know. I, I can't even project that you know anything. But, but, but I can't that, project either. I'm praying. Yeah. I'm I'm praying the snow will be melted by May sixteenth. <laughs> at this at this rate, who knows? Um, so three weeks from today, I will be in Indianapolis. Oh. I will be watching the first four in Indianapolis. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Um, well, I'm that, um, first of all, I, I, I'm glad to hear that you'll be able to see some games in person. Uh, you know, I know you're going to take the proper precautions. First of all, I hate the first four. You I know, do too. I hate I the two. There was nothing wrong with a 64-team tournament. Right. We know why it's a 68-team tournament. The greedy power conferences, you know, Love yeah, it. greedy power conferences created yep. this. We don't need a first four. But we got a first four. It's right. a 68 team tournament and it ain't going to, it's not going away. Um, nope. Well, it's creeping up on us though. Three weeks is, you know, that, yeah. So selection Sunday is a week from Sunday. So it's the 14th. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two okay. weeks from Sunday. We have tonight, oh, 20, yeah. tonight, Bob, we have Horizon League tournament action what? starting tonight. Yes. Yes. That one escaped my notice. The big Detroit uh, Bobby Morris game, Robert Morris. Oh, no. Okay. It's okay. Detroit and Mike <laughs> Davis. So uh, pay attention to that one. No, uh, America East starts tomorrow. So all these conference, think about this, right? Two weeks from Sunday is selection Sunday. It's done. Like all the regular season is done two weeks from Sunday. It, it, it's kind of unfathomable in a way. Now um, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here in the next two weeks. Like Baylor, just came back from a three-week pause and looked terrible against Iowa State. Uh, but the timing was probably right in a sense. Because if a team, a tournament team, gets hit in, let's say, a week or two, right? Let's mm-hmm. say a week or two. All right. It's really going to – like Baylor got hit hard with COVID. Like their players got hit. Their coaches got hit. So timing is going to be essential here coming up in, in like a week and two weeks any team that gets hit. Um, and I talked to Dan Gabbitt a while ago, and, and basically I asked him, I said, hey, if, if somebody gets hit with COVID at the tournament, what happens? And he was like, listen, we're not stopping this thing. Life no, no. goes on. Life goes on. You know, the big question will be if, if a player gets hit. And Mark Few, so I talked to Mark Few about this the other day. I said, what's the biggest concern? He said the biggest concern for, for me and a lot of coaches is if somebody – test positive for COVID, but they have no symptoms. Oh. He feels like they should be allowed to play asymptomatic. That's how he feels. He's saying to himself, listen, the, 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 the rate of, of kids that age um, getting really sick is, is so minimal. If they're asymptomatic, they should be allowed to play. And that's not likely to happen. <laughs> I don't it's think. not going to happen. Right. No. It's not going to happen. No. So there's, there's no sense talking about it, but um you know, ultimately, listen, Duke is creeping back into the picture, if you haven't noticed. I have. 
Uh, and Johnson, too. I don't know if there's a cause and effect there, folks. There is. There is. <laughs> Jay Billis doesn't want to admit it. Um, you know, he's kind of he's he's kind of fought on this that. But they are better without Jalen Johnson. They're better. They're not more talented, obviously. But that doesn't mean anything that you can be better because you're you're locked in. You're playing as a unit. You're 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 you know, you're you're you're, you're just playing with better chemistry and Jalen Johnson. From me talking to several people within that Duke program and not coaches, like other people in that program, the big thing was, again, he was a distraction because he was never completely bought in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure so, you can, they can, anybody, when that happens, people know. They can right. Tell. Right. So, like, they are better. Now, again, is Duke a, a great team? No, but it'll be, listen, it'll be more fun to have them, like, as a six seed. I mean, or an 11 seed in, like, the 6-11 game, right? Yeah. In, and you're talking about like Duke is the major underdog. Michigan State maybe in the first four. Like those will be fun. Yeah, like I actually think that could be just unique. Kentucky could win the SEC tournament, Bob. And they really could, couldn't they? I mean, you're not just yes at some wild, far-fetched theoretical. Arkansas just beat Alabama last night. Alabama is yeah. not that great. They're they're good. The SEC is not very good. It's not the ACC and the SEC. Not very good at all. Virginia's last three in a row, uh, Bob. I say their, their vulnerability suddenly is shown. Yes, absolutely. They haven't beaten anybody. Their best win all year is at Clemson. Oh, jeez. Haven't beaten anybody. So, you know, there aren't – it's really Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and then kind of throw everybody – like if, if Ohio State's the fourth best team in the country or fifth best team, it says something because Ohio State does not have probably an NBA player on the roster. Chris Holtman has done an incredible job with them. Incredible. But it, there's a big gap to me after the top three. Michigan has established itself as, yeah. to me, the, now they play tonight. They play Iowa uh, at home. Um, so, you know, we'll see what they got. But they've been ready to pause. They've been, Juwan Howard, listen, we could talk about this, Bob. I don't know how much you knew Juwan Howard or the people around him over the years. Man, he is so impressive, Bob. Like all the coaches that have the former NBA players with fifty plus million dollars in their bank account that have failed, coaching college basketball from Clyde Drexler to Terry Porter to Chris Mullen to I think Patrick Ewing's probably going down that path, and so is Jerry Stackhouse. Um, this guy has blown me away. I I, I didn't think it was a good hire. I kind of said it. Now I thought maybe he'd get some help from his boys, Jalen Rose and Chris Weber that they'd help get him some players. Yeah, yeah. Man, this guy has just blown me away. Everything about you on heart, everything. He got my attention early on uh, in his career, pro career, when he did those PSAs about a reading, get, yeah. urging yeah. kids to read. Yep. This is uh, that, that, you know, I mean, because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know anything about it. The guy I knew something about was Jalen Rose based because of his father. Yep. You know, I mean, I, uh, Jimmy Walker. Right. But I didn't uh, personally, you know, I knew a little bit about him, but I didn't know about the uh, what kind of a person Juwan Howard was. And and uh, so, yeah. Never hear a bad word about and, him. And, Never. And, and then, of course, the, the career he had, uh, the lengthy career he had, the, the respect that he accrued over the course of time in the NBA. Uh, I, I, but I was skeptical because of, you mentioned those names, the litany of failures of, of, of pro guys propping themselves into the college world and not being able to get it done for whatever reason. And uh, is so long. So why would I think that he was going to be any different? Uh, uh, maybe. And, right. and so it's only this year two, 
But oh boy, we, do we have some rather impressive early returns? <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. I love that team, but I like a lot of teams that I watch them this year. That I'm really looking forward to uh, tonight as we speak will be uh, Iowa Michigan game. And, yep. and you know, on any given night between Garza and and we, we I call Wiesbaden, you know, Bohannon and those guys. Uh, well, what about the Garza Hunter Dickinson, the freshman? Oh, I'm looking for you know I'm I, I, I'm I'm on the so Hunter back. Dickinson bandwagon now. Right. I'm, on the, I'm definitely on the Hunter Dickinson bandwagon. I, I tweeted the other day. He was fast forwarded from 1965. He should have been I playing with Kathy and Oliver Darden, you know. And somebody came back and said, "Where would Bill Button play?" And I said, "Behind Dickinson." <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. But, listen. They're, they're, all right. So be, before we go. We, we can't finish this podcast without talking uh, a minute or two about Boston College basketball in, in the opening at BC. Who who does Robert Ryan want to be the next Boston College Eagles men's basketball? What I hear, uh, he's up for the job. I mean, he's you know up for it in terms of qualifications, and and that is Howard Isley. And he is in the mix. He and, is in the mix. Uh, I would, that would be that would please me. I don't have enough frame of reference to evaluate some of the, you know, other people, but uh, I do know, you know, with, that I've always, you know, uh, no, anyway, I think Howard Isley is certainly be nice, be nice to, uh, quite frankly, I think it'd be to their best interest to hire a black coach. Yeah. And, and I, you know, this goes, this goes way back with the head house. We had Al Skinner, and we, but I remember when I remember thinking Mike Jarvis, I think would have crawled over glass to get that job at times, I think. You know, in in his in his time. You don't want to hire Rick Pitino now. Guys are coming. Uh, no. What about Richard Pitino? He he might be fired at Minnesota. You might be able to get Richard Pitino. I don't. I'm not in a rush to to go cop a, a Pitino. No, no offense, but uh, uh, but the point is that the program is in shambles. Okay, they're in shambles. Um, that the, the the numbers are are so embarrassing of, of the last several years uh, in the league, and uh, it, it, they're they're just a you know, they were an automatic night off for people. And that, that, that it does, does it have to be that way? Uh, have things, I'm asking you, have things changed that much since the era of, since a, 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 a 20 year, actually was from the time Dr. Tom came in 81 and they're going to a final eight against Houston through Jimmy O'Brien winning an NCAA tournament, winning a, a Big East tournament and, and went going, and, you know, going into the tournament through Al Skinner's, Right. multiple appearances in the tournament and, and and one of the very best teams in BC history at 0506 as things change that much that BC can't be respected. No, in, in fact I would I would suffice it to say Bob that they've they've gone the other way where look at Baylor right now as the number two team in the country look at Gonzaga as the number one team in the country you know to me it's about veteran teams and experience so that should help Boston College be more competitive uh, with the, the Kentuckys and no. the Dukes and, and the Carolinas and, and those programs. And, and again, you got a lot of these coaches that are getting uh, a little bit older, Coach K and Roy and Leonard Hamilton and Jim Laranega in the league, in the ACC. To me, again, you and I were on the same page and people crush us for it. And, and, and we'll go after this thought. People crush us for the fact that we both said the Al Skinner, his time was, was, was over at that point. The program was going like this. Yep. And everybody crushes us for it and says, well, look at what you guys got. You know, you, you should, we never should have fired Al Skinner. That wasn't the problem. The problem was who they hired. Yeah. And they hired Steve Donahue and Jim Christian. To me, that was the bigger problem. So, all right, we'll pick up on that next week. Um, 
Ryan and Goodman podcast, another episode. Make sure you join us next week because uh, we will have a lot, a lot more. We'll try to bring on a guest. Maybe we'll try to convince uh, one George Niang uh, to join us for a repeat appearance. So there you have it. Uh, Again, thanks for joining us.